Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin. So this week is part two of my interview with Stephen Mango. I hope you guys enjoyed part one as much as I did. I listened to it back and I don't always do that with my episodes because I don't really want to hear my my voice, but I did listen to this one and I just enjoyed it. I don't know. Maybe I'm being cocky, but I mean, listen, Stephen did most of the talking, but I just enjoyed it. So I, I really hope that you guys did. So this is part two. This one takes us in a little bit of a different direction. He talks about some Bravo celebrities, and he just talks about, we just talk about a little different stuff this time. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one. And I wanted to because I know we do have some new listeners. And so I just thought I would do a little special for the whole month of October, since we are in a new month now. So for the whole month of October, October 2022, I can't believe, I can't believe we're in October. I mean, just this year has really flown by. But anyways, so the for the whole month of October, we will do a special on my skincare coaching. So I'll do $10 off. So you just go to my website, pureskinoc.com, my online store. There's actually a little pop-up window that will take you to the skincare coaching link. But just in case, you can also find it in my online store. And just $10 off. You can sign up. Skincare coaching is the virtual consultation. So I can help you anywhere across the country. And we talk about your skin, all your skincare needs. And then you get to try everything that I recommend before you commit to buying everything, which I think is the best way to try new skincare. You're not committed to anything. And it's a really inexpensive way to have an esthetician look at your skin and figure out what you need best before trying anything. And this way you can find out if you're allergic to anything, if your skin likes everything, make sure there's no irritation, redness, dryness, flakiness, whatever, or just to make sure that you personally like the products you know, before you're committing to buying anything. So you do get a full entire routine that I will recommend for you, a full routine of samples that you get to try. So you can sign up for that. Use the coupon code MANGO, which is Steven's last name. I just thought that would be fun. M-A-N-G-O, coupon code, and you will get $10 off the skincare coaching. Still going to be really inexpensive. So there you go. And I hope you guys enjoy the second part. So let's get started.
so let's talk about trends as far as med spa stuff. What are people doing today? The most popular ones. I mean, starting with like just basic, everyone obviously gets Botox, right? I mean, I say Mm -hmm. everyone, but I mean in LA, that's like just like the bare minimum of med spa treatments. People are coming in left and right all day long just doing Botox. So again, you know, like we talked about it privately, like there's places that will like water down Botox and other stuff. So you really have to look to like, if you're going to get Botox done, a good just basic price of paying per unit for Botox is like, 10 to $12. And of course it goes up from there, depending on the experience of the provider. Some like plastic surgeons and stuff will be like 14, 18, whatever. But in LA, just because it's so competitive, even like Orange County and stuff like that, it's competitive for Botox. So like 10 to $12 is like a good range. Now, if you see people charging, you know, five or $6 a unit, it's not, it doesn't make sense because like we talked about too privately for because I was managing yeah. med spas and doing all that. So I know how much it costs to like order the products and do all that sort of stuff. So again, that's also by volume. We had a big med spa paying millions of dollars to Allergan a year. Our prices are going to be cheaper. But even with that being said, it would cost $616 for a hundred unit vial of Botox. So if you're charging $6 a unit and the vial of Botox is $600 and you get a hundred units for your face, which is a lot, but you could kind of, if you're doing like jawline slimming and all these other sort of fancy sort of ways that people do Botox nowadays and other like non-conventional ways, you're paying $600, but it costs the spa $620 almost. So why would they be paying $20 to inject you? They're not making any profit. So then you're like, okay, so then they're just offering it. Like people think Botox is just like filler. It comes pre-made in a syringe. They're custom mixing Botox with saline because it's a powder. So they get a syringe of two and a half mLs. That's what Allergan recommends for like a Botox mixture. So they get two and a half mLs of saline and they put it in the 100 unit vial of Botox to turn it into a liquid, into like the liquid suspension, and then they mix it. So what they could do is they could say, hey, instead of the two and a half, Yeah, sometimes they could say they want to do more so it could spread around the eyes. That's a real thing. They may want to put a little bit more saline so then it could spread here. So then it makes the wrinkles like less around the eyes. It kind of like spreads. So that is a thing. So even if they put a little bit more, it's not a bad thing, but really two and a half is standard. So if they're putting, say, for example, five just to do easy math, now they're making a 100 unit vial, a 200 unit vial because they're putting double the saline. So now... They paid $600 for that vial, but now they're making $1,200 off of that vial they paid $600 for. So then now they're making double the profit when before they were only going to make $20 or they were going to pay you $20 to do it. So that's the thing people have to look for. I'm going off on a little tangent, but it's important because I like to tell people about this because they'll say, Botox doesn't work for me. A nurse told me I'm resistant to Botox. You could get antibodies to Botox. And then the antibodies... Like, this is a real thing. I don't even get Botox. I get Dysport because I think I have antibodies. Some people get resistant. If you do it too much, your body recognizes the botulinum toxin in your face and then it makes it go away. Your metabolism eats it. So then the wrinkles don't work. So you have to switch neurotoxins. That's a whole other advanced topic we could talk about, but you get resistance. So then you have to switch to Dysport or Juvo and there's different ones. So, I mean, they're all Pepsi, Coke. They're a little different ones. Paraona botulinum toxin type A. One's para, one's own a botulinum. Like they have different little like chemical differences, but it works the same way, like into the muscle. So then you're like, okay, Steve, like what happens if I go to a med spa and they're charging $7 a unit or something, but I, I want to test it out or something. I don't know why you would, but if you're like, let me 
go to this med spa. This is the only one in town or something. You show up or you can even ask on the phone, say, hey, I've had, even if you haven't, I've had bad experiences in the past where I didn't get great results from Botox. And for me, since this is the first time I'm coming here, I know I probably sound crazy, but I just want to see if your provider would be willing to reconstitute, which means mix, like reconstitute the Botox in front of me. No legitimate med spa would say no to that. They'll say, absolutely, come on in. Sometimes they mix it up in the morning because they're so busy. They'll mix the saline into the Botox just because they don't want to spend all day just mixing Botox. They'll say, okay, I have five patients today. I'll mix 500 units just to make it easy. But you just say, you know what? I just really need to at least see first this happen. Then in the future, when I trust you and all is good, you know, then you can mix it up in the back room. But I just know that if I'm going to be spending understandably $500, $800, I just want to make sure I'm getting the real deal. Right. That's the way to do it. So then they'll open up the package of the Botox in front of you. They'll show you. And then you'll say, I just want to see how much, you know, maybe they'll think you're crazy. I never had someone think I'm crazy because I think it's so prevalent in LA. Just if you say it in a nice way, like, oh my God, Michelle, I absolutely am so excited. I saw you on Instagram. This is so exciting for me to come see you. I just want to make sure because of my bad experience at some place in Orange County, I just want to watch you reconstitute it. So could you just show me how much you draw up in the syringe? I know I sound crazy. And then watch them pull two and a half mLs into the syringe, put it into the Botox, swirl it, and then they'll draw it up into the syringe. And if you're really super crazy, you could be like, I want to see how many units are in the syringe before you inject it to see if they pull up. Because sometimes they don't pull up the right amount. They'll tell you they're giving you 40, but they'll draw up 25 units because they're trying to... Most people don't look at the syringe. So I'm telling you... Sneaky. Did you know any of this? Like, it's just so crazy. Like, people don't even know these type of things are happening, but they literally scam people left and right. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's the number one thing people start with this Botox. Then it goes to filler and then it goes to... And I could go through the list, but... I just had to go on my Botox rant, sorry. Okay, so I want to go back to the trending, but I want the the Botox thing. Okay, so what if you are the kind of person that just doesn't have the nerve to be like, can you mix this? And, and, you know, because some people are just more shy and... Send a direct message on Instagram. (laughs) If you're afraid to say it, no. No, no, no. I I, I know what you're saying. I'm like that too. Uh I'm like, is there something else you can do? Yeah, because some people just don't have the nerve to be like, can you do this for me? That's the thing. It's, It's so, so tricky. It's like, you could either send a direct message and be like, hey, I would like to come here and about it's like, I'm the type, I'm really shy too. So it's like, it's easier for me to like send a message instead of like confronting the person's nice on the phone. I'm afraid to ask you. I would say if you're getting it around 10 to $12 a unit, you're not going to really have to worry too much about like those sort of tricks and stuff. But I'm talking about like, if you're going somewhere and they're running specials for like, really like kind of like good prices and stuff. But I would say either like personal referral, you see someone who has like really great results. You have a friend, you have a family member, somebody who's been to that injector. Again, like you look at the top 100 injectors or you're seeing people on Instagram that I just usually go by Instagram because someone has like a really legitimate following, which again, they could make that up. They could BS it. But for the most part, you know, you can kind of tell who's like the real deal of an injector based on like their qualifications, their photos, you know, other injectors who are promoting and talking about them. Then it's like, okay, they have good safety protocols and stuff like that. So that's sometimes kind of another way to kind of like test the waters to kind of see what other providers are talking about or if they're promoting somebody as well. So I don't know, it's kind of hard to tell. It's just like, sometimes you go in and, you know, you pay $10 a unit and you hope it works. If it doesn't, and you're like, wow, I'm kind of not getting, you know, I can't even barely do that motion, but say you could, and you could be like, I'm furrowing my eyebrows or whatever that motion is. And I'm bringing them in. I'm like, I can't even do it, but if I wanted to show you that, I'm like, I can't even lift my brows, but if I wanted to, if I, if I could, and I have wrinkles here, (laughs) I can do it. If I can lift my brows. 
I'm like, if I could lift my brows and then you could go and you could say, hey, I need, if you get Allergan standard dosing, again, this is going into it, but it, I like to make people super informed because then you can't get scammed. If you go in and it's 64 units, that's what Allergan recommends, 64. So it's like 24 around the brow, 20 on the forehead, which is the frontalis. And then this is the obicularis oculi muscle. So then that's like 12 on each side or something like that. If you get that standard dose, that's like the prescription. Just like if you get an antibiotic and they prescribe you 400 milligrams, that's the dose. If you take 200 milligrams, it's not going to work like 400 because that's what you're prescribed. So if you take the prescribed dose of 64 units and it doesn't work, if they come and say, oh, you have to pay for more. It's like, oh, I got the prescribed 64 units. If you get that much Botox, which isn't a lot really in theory for doing all those three areas, then they should touch you up for free. If you're getting an underdose and you try 10 units and it's not enough, then yeah, you should pay for more because you're not getting the prescribed dose that works for you. So sometimes you have to see how much, like you may require 20. I'm a guy, my muscles are stronger. I may need 30. So sometimes you have to test out what the dose is to make sure you get like the right appropriate one. But they should offer a touch-up completely free of charge if they're like a good injector and like re-inject you for free. What they could do is report it to Allergan. Every time you get the dose, like of Botox, there's a lot number on the vial. It'll be like lot number NO634. If three other patients from that lot number, you know, because there's multiple from that lot, if they also don't get results and they report that to Allergan, they'll send you as a med spa free hundred units. So then they get replaced like a free vial. Like if it just was faulty or something like that. So they have no reason not to treat you for free because if they report it to Allergan, they just want the money from you. Oh, Devin, you need another 50 units. Give me 600. No, no, no. I got the prescribed dose. And people don't know these things. They don't know. So they just pay again and say, well, I want the results. I'm already here. And I've had med spas definitely inject me straight saline. 100%. I would go in and spend like $400, $500. Absolutely nothing. Oh, Steve, you're resistant. Are you on antibiotics? Oh, for girls, like, are you on your period? They just, they'll come up with anything because they want to try to hit the jackpot. Oh, you were on antibiotics two weeks ago. This is your fault. Oh, whatever. You, you're you on your period a week ago. Wow. Yeah, that's why. And they try to find ways. You know what? It's not us. It's you. It's easy to put the, you're resistant. I'm like, I'm not resistant at that time, right? Right. So then when I ask, it's say, like, okay, then re- mix it in front of me. And I went to a med spa in Orange County and did that before. And I said, they injected me. It wasn't even like I spent like $200 or something. I was already there for whatever I was there for at the time. This was before I was super experienced, but this is what I did. And I said, I'm not resistant. I'll test it out though. Inject me with whatever the Botox that I got, put the right amount of saline. I watched the girl draw it up, put it in there in a fresh vial. And then if I'm still resistant, then I'll pay for it or whatever it is. She injects it after saying I'm resistant, worked hundred percent. It worked in like five days. It takes two weeks normally to kick in. Wow. Worked instant. Wow. But they hope that people are too shy or scared to yeah, say yeah. something. Oh, 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 I really like the lady. She's so nice. She has a pet dog that I, you know, whatever, right. poodle, I have a poodle. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah, oh, I'm so, she's so this sweet. This is so true. Oh, yes. I love her. She's so nice. She, you know, she, we, were t- we, we bonded. Oh, she's so great. Oh, she has a small business, whatever. But really, she's scamming you. She's not yeah. even injecting Botox. They save sometimes too the Botox empty vial and then they just put saline in it. And then they say, look, watch me draw it up. You didn't watch them mix it. It looks like they're drawing it from a Botox container, but it's empty and they put saline in it and then they just draw it up like right there. Oh, look, you're watching me draw it up. No, but I didn't watch it. 
Oh, oh sorry. I said that. <laughs> Okay. Right after we already said not to say it, I get like so passionate about it. I'm sorry, guys. They can bleep it. Like literally, yeah, like bleep my F word. I never even curse either, but I'm like literally so mad because like literally I I've know. been scammed. Well, I've been like literally scammed by it. I'm so sorry. Listen, literally, I, I don't say bad words, but sometimes I'm like, sometimes the F word is necessary. Yeah, no, literally. And I never like curse. And here I am on a podcast and I'm like screaming like the F word. No, because it makes me so like because yeah. yeah, I know so many girls and people have been like literally scammed. Filler too. We talked about this too, Devin. This is what happens too. Get your lips done, $299. Wow, so great. Same sort of deal. They buy a syringe for, it's probably like say 300 for a syringe, just roughly for the doctor to buy it. So again, same deal. Why would they be basically, you're making $99 profit when you're like a well-to-do doctor, right? So what they do is they'll get a syringe, a lot of shady med spas. They'll push out half of the syringe and put it into another syringe. So now you have two half. So they can sell one half to somebody for $3.99 and the other half for $3.99 to sell it for what the full cost would be, which would be seven, $800. So then you're like, okay, Steve, but then I could obviously look at that syringe and see that there's half. Well, what they do is they have this connector. It's this little tool. And then they hook two syringes together and they push the product back and forth with lidocaine. So then they do this sort of like mixing motion where they push it between the syringes to get the lidocaine mixed in. So now you have two syringes that look like one ml. So then now they're making profit on two girls to get, you know, basically one syringe because they can't sometimes charge full price because there's so much competition. You could kind of tell if they're opening up the syringe in front of you and doing the same exact sort of thing. You know, some providers will say, oh, we're Allergan, you know, Black Diamond, blah, blah, blah. Like they have different like status levels of ordering. So you can, again, look online through Allergan or Restylane to see if these people are making big volume orders. You could probably call up Allergan and say, hey, is so-and-so a partner with, you know, using that product? Because you want to make sure that they're ordering from a legitimate source. That, I mean, it's terrifying. Yeah, you just don't know what you're getting injected into your face. Am I getting saline, which is not dangerous, but it's like, you know, even the same thing with filler. It could spread if you're putting too much, like a liquid thing. It's just like anything, if you get, tomato soup, and then you just put a gallon of water. It's not tomato soup texture, it's water. So what's that going to do? It's going to spread out. Right. And muscles with Botox though, it's dangerous, not dangerous, but you can get like a drooping brow, lid ptosis, where your eye sort of droops down, all sorts of things. But speaking of lid ptosis, if you guys have like heavy eyelids right now, there's a product, it's called Upneek, U-P-N-E-E-Q-Q, something like that. Upneek, N-E-Q-Q. I think it's something like that. But Upneek, it's a drop. So any of you guys can get it from like your like ophthalmologist or med spas and stuff. So what you do is it's an eye drop. So if you have like kind of like that like loose skin over your eye or you feel like your eye looks a little heavy, like you're just in general, you put this eye drop in and it works on the levator muscle, which is right here. It's kind of like in the eyelid and it opens it up like this. So it makes your eyes look bigger and it stops your lid skin from hanging down. So it's like the quickest $100, $200 quick way without getting a blepharoplasty or surgery. It'll work on that muscle and lift it right up. Oh my gosh, I have somebody I'm going to get that. I want to get that for. Well, I can't get it for them, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, and it's good. I want to yeah. get that. It's That's such so an easy cool. thing. It's by prescription, but yeah, no, it's it's super quick, easy. You don't have to get surgery. Ooh. And it fixes if your eyebrows drop from Botox. Like some people get like that heavy thing if the injector does it wrong. You put an upneak into the eye that it's affected and then it kind of like raises that muscle up, but it's cool.
before we started recording, we were talking about Ramona Singer and how her eyebrow is too high. She needs whatever it can to make it droop. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get Botox to droop the like. She needs an yeah. intentional Botox yeah. like drooping yeah. dose. Whatever do we can do to make it make it drop. I don't know why that's the trend. Why people want like their brows to look like from like that Bella Hadid or like that sort of look where they kind of like lift the tail of the brow like super super elevated high. So high. I don't, I don't know why well, they like that with threads or Botox. I don't get why. I they did love a that. um. I did an, a podcast episode not too long ago, and I can't. They called it Spock brows, where mm. it had it literally lifts, and they call, that's what they call them, Spock brows. And I was like, that's Ramona Singer. That's her brow now. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not. I mean, I guess that's it lifts you, and that's all what anti aging is is about lifting and drawing attention like upwards. But I'm like, that's not. No, but you don't want to look scary. Working. Yeah, you just don't want to look scary. It doesn't look good. That's the thing. Aesthetics should restore how you look. Like, yes. I never got anything done where I'm like, oh, I don't look like myself. I look at myself just have more like volume correction. Like your eyes right. don't go to that area. Like if your face is more sagging and then it's just here, you look like yourself, but people don't really can tell unless you have like bad, overly filled right. injections. You're going down that thing. But yeah, if your brows are spocking up and looking crazy, it takes mm -hmm. away the balance of your face. Yeah. And, and then these girls get these threads just in the corner and it doesn't even work, you guys, for brows like it does for like the rest of your face. Like threads will lift, but what the idea of threads is going to dissolve, it's either a poly-L-lactic acid thread or it's um, polydioxinone type of thread, which has barbs, like these little like fish hooks on it. And it'll literally hook into the tissue and lift up. Eventually that thread's going to dissolve in the face and then it's going to leave collagen, which should leave some lift. But you're never going to get that fully stretched facelift thing. It's good if you're like 25, 28, if little minor, like, like say like right now, like I'm doing it in the webcam, like right now as Devin and I are talking, like that's all I would want. And that's yeah, what threads are perfect slight, for. Just yeah. slight because it takes away from here. That's all I would want. Right. But if, if, if it's like to the point where you're getting like jowls here and you're like really heavy, Maybe yeah. threads will help a little, but it's not going to give you like that windswept, like super <laughs> tight. Like Beyonce tight, tight. on stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, super lifted sort of look. But yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. doing threads now. I haven't had them yet. They're just so expensive to do. It's probably like 3000 or something. Is it on your list? Yeah, but I want someone to do it for free, like a model or something. <laughs> I want to win a giveaway. I want someone to offer me threads. And the nurse at one of the med spas I worked at did offer threads in September of last year. And she's like, oh, by like November or something, I, I have time, I'll do them for you for free. But whatever happened, like she wasn't there, at the, she wasn't working for six weeks and then I stopped working there. So I'm like, oh, of course, like I didn't get the threads before I left. But yeah, definitely you guys follow tons of injectors because they post those giveaways, model things. That's my best thing if you want to try things, if you're a little adventurous and you're like, okay, I'll let someone film me. Some people don't want to be filmed. I'm like, film me, I don't care. I'm open about it where other yeah. celebrities, people aren't. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't care if celebrities say that they've had it done or not. I know some people think it's like they should be open and honest and they should be like um, telling everyone every which thing that they've had done to their face. I'm the unpopular opinion that says, let them have their secret. People I have all care. sorts of pretty things. Yeah, but some people are so like, oh my God, yeah. Kylie Jenner and these celebrities, they have to disclose that they've had X, Y, Z and it's giving people a bad body. I'm just like, 
They don't owe us anything. That's how I look at it. They don't owe us anything. And but I also come from the the school of thought of I don't look at celebrities as role models for me. (laughs) Like any type of celebrity, I never was the the little girl who had celebrities on my wall. Um, (laughs) I never like really had crushes on like celebrity boys. Like I'm still like in love with Tom Selleck, and he's like seventy seven years old. (laughs) Like clearly, I'm the in the minority. So I just, it just was never, I never looked at magazines and thought, why don't I look like that? Mm-hmm. So I guess I, for some reason I've had a healthy, so maybe that's why my opinion is the way it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I just don't think they, they're allowed to do things and not tell us just like yeah. we're allowed mm-hmm. to do things and not tell our friends, not that we're their right. friends, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're just allowed to live our life. And I don't think they have a responsibility. I don't know. I just don't look at it like that. So it's yeah, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know the Kardashians get so much flack and and just celebrities in, in general. Now, if they were saying, I want to be your role model, this is what I want to do, I want to represent, then I think maybe you have a responsibility. But I don't know that they've ever said. Any celebrity has really said, I want to be a role model. And by the way, I don't, if I had kids, I would not want any of my kids to have celebrities as their role yeah, models. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. not my goal. So I don't think they have a responsibility. But that being said, since we've now broached this topic, let's talk about the Kardashians. What do you know? What can you tell us? What I mean, you've seen them in person. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Have yeah. you seen all of them in person? I have. I've met... Kim and Chloe over the years, probably not recently in like the last couple of years. I mean, from the court case, because I went to the court case, a lot of like the juicy scoopers and people who know oh, that's uh, from right. the college that's online right. groups, they know that I went to like the court um, when they had their case with Black China. So I Black went China, to, because it was right. an open courtroom. So I watched that. But I've met Kim and Chloe two, three times probably each. I've never met Courtney. I've seen Chris Jenner in person, like, you know, like all like the sort of Kardashian sort of things over the years. Of course, her looks has like changed since I probably saw them seven years ago from that time. But from the court case was only like two, three months ago from actually like seeing them like three feet, two feet, one foot away, you know, like this close type of thing to kind of like get an idea. The thing is too, like when you were talking about all that too, it's like, I think maybe being in LA, it's a lot different than being in like a middle America place where they're opening up a tabloid and some 16 year old girl goes in the supermarket like, oh mom, why don't I look like that? Like I can kind of see that perspective. Like when you're in LA and you're like, you know, everyone's doing all these different cosmetic treatments. You, I see them left and right when I was working at all these med spas, people coming in by the dozen to get fillers, lasers, all that. I think it's a combination for them. It's, of course, it's plastic surgery. They do a lot of laser, like skincare lasers, or even promoting like one of them too. And then they do obviously like Botox and filler, even though Kim was in like Allure magazine or something and was like, oh no, I, I did a little Botox or something, but no, I don't really do, I haven't done filler. And, you know, they, they make all these sort of, Claims, claims that they do nothing. Yeah. But I mean, of course they've had lipo. Of course they've had fat injected into their butt that they've definitely started reversing, which isn't even a thing. But whatever surgeon's doing it probably found some sort of like liposuction technique to remove some fat to kind of make it a little bit more like natural, which is going in that direction yeah. from like the, the butt sort of trend of having like this big, huge sort of, you know, overly styled, you know, sort of physique. But some people like that. If that's their aesthetic it's not what go i would it. go for but yeah, if yeah. That's what they love then it's go clear for it, that then. chloe had something removed from her butt 
yeah, it's just, you can't deny that type of thing. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I, I watched, I mean, I recently just watched the entire series. Yeah. Like I had never really watched it before. And then I just was like kind of fast. I'm, I come from a big family. So I was like, I kind of want to just want to see the family dynamic. Right. And so I started watching it and I enjoy that part. I just love, I like that they're, they like each other as sisters. And like, I think that part is fun. But I was like, okay, she lost all this weight and now she has this like, but that doesn't look real. <laughs> and then now you see pictures of her and I'm like, wait, now that butt's completely gone. That's not from exercise because she was exercising before. So yeah. that doesn't make sense. And she was thin. Yeah, and you can't spot reduce just your butt. Like you can't go on like a treadmill and be like, no. okay, I just need to lose weight from one specific section of your body. Like that's just not possible no. without surgery. No. And no. she's had a nose job. I mean, she's admitted to the nose job. A lot of people now they'll get neck lifts where like, I kind of want one, not for like the <laughs> sense of like this, but you know that look when people get that really scoop, they get this like really scooped look under yeah. the chin. I, yeah. My muscle right here is like, it doesn't give to that. Like I would have to, the doctor told me like, they'd have to tighten this muscle here, like the platysmal muscle. Oh my gosh, and you're tighten so funny. This, so then you get like that really sculpted tight, tight. Cause I don't have fat here, but it's just, if I go like this, uh, I don't know the way to do it, but it, like we're all like looking at our next now. But no, I'm like- If like tighten up here and then you get that scooped look. So a lot of girls right now, they're doing like the tightening of like these muscles to make it tight for like the jawline. And they do oh like the gosh. lower facelift with it to pull this way. Not the full facelift here, but they'll do yeah, it the right lower. here. And they'll pull here and then they'll pull under here with the neck lift and they make everything. I mean, I'm not going to spend 15,000 on it now, but it oh like tightens gosh, everything. Crazy. But yeah, it's expensive. But hey, if you're a Kardashian, you have all this money, you're like, hey, I want a great jawline. Well, go for What's it while another, you're doing the nose, yeah. while you're doing everything, go for What's it. What's another 15 grand? Well, and then I saw Kim recently edited her picture where like the shoulder thing was like cut out. So um, it gave her like yeah. a scoop shoulder. I'm like, so is that going to be their next surgery? Would they just have the shoulder like scooped out? <laughs> yeah, right. And just kind of <laughs> like then, remove like the muscle there. Yeah, like, the like all the women are going to... Yeah, you can, you can do start. Botox in there. People do Botox there to slim it, but I've never seen that where it's like scooped. But yeah, you could technically if you had pain there. It's like a pain management type of injection. I just, it's becoming, I mean, there's literally things for everything nowadays. It's becoming too much. Okay, so as far as like seeing them in real life versus seeing them like on their Instagram, obviously we know they filter. But what would you say? I mean, do they look at all like their Instagram? I think that they look like their TV show. If like if you're going directly off of like an Instagram photo, they look more like they do on camera on video than like I would say than like an actual like Instagram photo because you know everyone's filtering and doing things with their skin and stuff like that. Chloe was much more like skeletal thin than I was expecting in a way. Oh. Like she's tall and she's kind of like skeletal, like super super thin. But I think that's just from like whatever pressure she feels of, you know. Tristan and the cheating drama, whatever. And I, I just feel like she tries to morph herself to be like this perfect look. So I don't even know if she has like a healthy way of the, how she looks at herself. She she's always yeah. morphing into something yeah. different. And I, I think it really depends why you're doing these type of treatments and injections and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, her nose looks a little bit weird, I think, in my opinion. I don't think her nose was like really greatly done. Just looking at her face, I think she could have had a better nose job. But I mean, I think they they look the same like they do on television. But I mean, again, that's a lot of surgery and lifting and threads yeah. and whatever else that they're doing on top of surgery, you know? So I think it's, yeah. I mean, they look good, but I mean, they, they look good for having, I mean, who wouldn't if they had, you know, the best people at their disposal to, you know, the second they have a pimple, you know, they can rush to 
you know, their side and their aid. Who has that? It's manufactured, you know? Yeah. I did notice watching... Yeah, watching the show that I saw, because sometimes we'd see Chloe up close and I realized that her skin wasn't that great. Like I would see like breakouts and stuff. And I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I was like, I want to get my hands on that. Right, right. But like, obviously, you know, I'm sure she's going to somebody. But I was really surprised. But like, I mean, just stress and everything can bring that on. And then constantly having, not that makeup is bad, but... Right. I don't know what type of makeup she's wearing and, you know, if that all of that can be a factor. But I was just surprised. What do you think about their skincare line as an esthetician? Like, have you looked at any of their, like, products? Or- I don't think much about their skincare lines yeah, yeah, as yeah, an yeah. esthetician. <laughs> um, I'm not Not that gonna- it would be anything that you would use, but, like, what do you think in terms of, like, these, like, every celebrity now is coming out with these, like, you know private label or other sort of formulated products? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go out and buy them so I can right. test them. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I think that what happens at the end of the day is they slap their name on a product line and that's kind of all there is to it. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing special. I've looked at the ingredients. I'm not seeing anything special about them. You know, Kim's line, it's $650. That's outrageous. Yeah. You know, and you're selling... You know, their market is not the people that can afford that. So that's stupid, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think you have to spend that kind of money to have good skin anyway. Uh-huh. And then the packaging is stupid. <laughs> yeah, Sorry no, I think so too. I think anybody so too. out there who who likes... Oh yeah, like I forgot. You commented on the packaging. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, it is... I'm just... You know, for me, I'm not about like the package has to be pretty or anything like that because honestly, like your skin doesn't care if the package is pretty. I need the product to be good. And to work, so yeah. it's not even about that, but it's so... I mean, it's brown. Like, mm-hmm. it's brown. Yeah, they so have that weird just, aesthetic of that sort of yeah. you know, neutrally gray, whatever. But it looked like so simple and plain, but almost like it wasn't even like, oh, wow. It's like, it, it looks so like innovative and creative and cool with the packaging. It just looked kind of like, oh, whatever, like a tube. <laughs> but yeah. then they're spending, they're asking their um, audience to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds I mean, yeah, a lot of medical grade skincare could be really expensive, but it just really depends on like, you know, you buy two, three products and then you just kind of build and build and build as you can kind of afford to add in various, okay, I'm going to add in this type of, uh, you know, ingredient to the skincare routine. Then you just slow, come to try niacinamide, whatever. And then you just build in different things. And that's just the way right. to kind of do it and kind of see what works for your skin and what you kind of need, but kind of exactly, you know, talk exactly. to a professional. And that's exactly what it is. You got to talk to a professional. And, and this is true with any product out there. I don't care if it's a shoe or if it's a skincare line. I'm not buying it because a celebrity told me to. I don't, I just don't live my life like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not influenced like that. And that was before I was an esthetician. It's after I'm an esthetician. Like, it just doesn't matter to me. So I, I just, I mean, I may look at something because an esthetician brought it, I mean, I'm sorry, because a celebrity brought it to my attention, but it doesn't make me buy it. It's not the motivating factor yeah, behind it all. Yeah, I'm all. just, yeah. you know, uh, and maybe I'm lucky that I'm not influenced that way, but I just, I, I just, you know, I have a niece who is obsessed with Taylor Swift, like obsessed. <laughs> and I think she would buy anything if she had unlimited money. I think she would buy anything that Taylor Swift was Came like selling, you <laughs> yeah. know? But some people just are, and there's something, I mean, she's, you know, she's 14. It's all very, you know, innocent yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that's fine. <laughs> But I think that we just have to be careful. And these celebrities, 
they know the influence they have with their name. And I think they need to use that more carefully. And they're just, uh-huh. they're just not, you know? Well, I think it's different if someone was like, I don't want to say like not altered, not that there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, when I see them, like they're promoting right now, like a radio frequency microneedling. Kim has done either like a Vivace or Morpheus, or it's one of those she's promoting. And then she's done other sort of, you know, lasers that she's talked about over the years in various forms of microneedling and Botox and filler and surgery. And this is this, that, the other thing. And then you say, I have the best skin of my life because of skin by Kim. It's kind of like, well, you know, if it's like one ingredient, Do if you? someone was like, <laughs> yeah, if it's like, if it was just that product, if it's, I don't want to say it's like if someone wasn't having done all those sort of things and then promoted it, then like, okay, wow. It's like, you know, somebody who hasn't done all that and really they believe in one solid ingredient, right? If they're like, I love retinol and they came out with their own retinol cream. They're like, this is all I use. I've never had Botox, never done it. Like this is the one staple thing. And it's like, okay, maybe if that was like really showing great results, but I feel like they've done so much to be like, okay, you're seeing estheticians, you're getting lasers done, you're doing all this. How... Your skin isn't attributed to those products, most likely. You just developed them three weeks ago or three months ago, right? It's not like right. you could say they stood the test of time of, you know, whatever you have in the formulation. And it's like, we don't really know. And right. again, people don't know what ingredients they need for their skin half the time. So just because Kim may love using a face oil doesn't mean someone else's skin will respond well to a face oil or whatever it is. Right. And that's huge in skincare. That is what I come across all the time. And people say, I want my skin to look like that person's skin. And I was like, but you, that's not your skin. I can't, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I wish it could. Like I've had people come to me and say, I want my skin to look like Kate Middleton's. And I was like, but you're not Kate. Yeah, you're not Kate's line. sister. Like you guys don't have the same DNA. Like it's just right. never, it's never going to happen, you know? So your expectations have to be realistic. And I always try to set my clients' expectations, you know, more realistic so that they don't think that this is what's going to happen. I'm like, okay, this is what can happen. And some of them might leave bumps. Some of them might go to another esthetician who will then lie to them and tell, and I'm okay with that. We're not a good fit if you want me just to tell you how pretty you are and that, you know, your skin is going to be perfect tomorrow. Yeah, we're not a good fit because yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do all that. But it's the same thing when celebrities who, you know, promote Avino or all the other lines. And it's like, you really think that that's what they're using? Yeah. You know, right. these these people have millions in the bank and you think they're slapping on Avino every night? Like, <laughs> Yeah. They're not. And it's not that necessarily Avino is a horrible product. It's right, just, right. that's not what they're using. Yeah, you no, know? yeah, not, not at all. And the other thing that people need to realize is most of these celebrities are using just a private label line. So they're not necessarily formulating, they're not in the lab formulating, even though Kylie Jenner has those pictures, you know, of her in the lab mixing all that stuff with her hair down. Right her nails out, like none of that's happening, you know? So <laughs> they are, it's, it's not sanitary. <laughs> right. I mean, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. So anyways, okay. So I know we got to wrap this up, but I do want to ask one more question. Besides the Kardashians, are there any other celebrities that you've seen that you were kind of wowed by? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, just like working in the entertainment industry for so long, you know, I've seen so many celebrities up close and personal. But like that, impressed by that you were like, wow, they look, they look good. Like, like look good for their age. They, you're just kind of impressed, like not too much work done and that kind of thing. That's a really good question. 
I forget what film I was working on, but truly Angelina Jolie, because I was working like background acting and doing all that for years. Angelina Jolie is just like so naturally, like stunningly, perfectly beautiful. That that's just like the first person I could think of that's like really like doesn't need, you know, anything. She's just naturally just like beautiful. Yeah. She's yeah. just one of those like timeless beauties, I think. She's not my favorite. You know, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny that you mentioned both of them? <laughs> yeah, like the two like most classic. <laughs> I know, I know. I just saw a beauties. picture of Angelina Jolie and I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, she's just beautiful. Yeah, and it's like... You know, you don't have to like her, but... Yeah, I hate that just for, it's like, I wish I could just like wake up and not need to do anything. I know, she's just, <laughs> just absolutely beautiful. There you go, you guys. There was part two of my interview with Stephen Mango. Please, if you have more questions for him, please send them my way, devin at peerskinoc.com. And we will definitely do another interview with Stephen because this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So if you have more questions for him, then we will definitely set it up. So there you go. I really enjoyed it. So he's just an open book. I mean, I really love that, especially obviously doing an interview with, you know, someone you want them to be open, but you know, in the beauty industry, not everybody wants to tell anyone, let alone everyone about what they've had done. And he is willing to spill it all. And I really, uh, I really appreciate his openness and willingness to, to do that. So send your questions my way and let's do that. And if you have a good story, whether it's, you know, a botch story or whether it's just a positive story about any skincare service that you've had, whether it's on the med side or whether it's on just an esthetician side, you know, let's talk. Let's do this. Let's set up an interview. Let's do this. I, I think it would be a really fun direction for this podcast. So reach out to me, Devin at PeerskinOC.com, and we can talk. And Devin is spelled D-E-V-Y-N. A lot of people spell my name wrong. I personally don't care how people spell my name, but in an email, obviously it needs to be spelled correctly. And also don't forget, you can follow Stephen on his social media at Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, Mango, M-A-N-G-O. And that is all social media except for TikTok, where he is Stephen F. Mango. So there you go. And we will talk next week. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.